Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff Stein is our national and presidential expert, noted author. You can find his books over at Next Chapter Books, totallyiowa.com, the Iowa Politics Report, and the Iowa Business Report. Come to us from KXEL in Cedar Falls, Waterloo, where Jeff is at today. Hi, Jeff. Matthew, welcome to 90-degree weather. Oh, it Isn't is. Isn't it beautiful? I know. I'm not a fan. of. I live in Minnesota for a reason, man. <laughs> 75 and sunny is perfect for me. But, uh, no, I'm. You know, what is it down there with you guys? it got to be, it's what, 94, 95? Uh, let's see. Well, it says 89, but I just heard 91. So, you know, it's a, it's 89. Oh boy. Enjoy, enjoy the sweats. (laughs) Um, we'll get to, uh, when was the last time you watched one of the big movies from the 1970s? Oh, I, you know, I don't really take time to watch movies generally. So I'll say a long time. All right. So I'm on Netflix, right? I saw Smoking the Bandit Ooh, popped up. Smoking rich the... boy who has a Netflix password. Really? Boy, right? <laughs> so Smoking the Bandit comes up, right? <laughs> so Smoking the Bandit comes up, right? Nice. And of course, yeah, this was a huge hit. I mean, a huge mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I watch. It. It's just a garbage film. The plot makes no sense. It's just, you know, it's just kind of, uh, you know, it clearly like there was a drunk editor involved. And there's, I, mean, I imagine there was a much better film somewhere, but it, they just left a lot of it on the cutting room floor. But then I watched, I, I watched uh, the original Airport, which I think was '69, and then come oh, up no. in the nineteen what? Wait, now which one? Airport. Airport, not the airplane. Okay, not yeah. the, not the, the yeah. airplane mocked the airport movies. Air, airport, uh, I think the original one was 69. Of course, they, they filmed a good chunk of that up here at Minneapolis-St. Paul, which is kind of fun to watch that. And of you, know, Nancy Nelson, who a lot of people know from the radio station, are uh, is actually in that movie as Bunny, the, the insurance person. Um, the Of course, then comes 70, uh, Airport 75, I think it was, which yeah. was, which uh, was that was, of course, Dean Martin was the original airport pilot. This is Charlton Heston. And he's he's the pilot in this one. That was just plain garbage, and that was a huge hit too. And I mean, and I'm watching this. I mean, it's like I'm starting to realize as I'm watching these films, as much as we might want to get mad at like Marvel films and stuff like that, at least there's like a cohesive plot that takes you through it. It's not this kind of just jumble that's thrown at the screen, and it just. I'm starting to realize 70s movies were bad, man. Not well, all of them, you, but some of them. Some of them. Well, you know, this this was the time where you could go on dollar movie night. And so you got what you paid for. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, that's what it comes down to, right? I mean, in our high school years, it's like, hey, it's dollar night at the movies. It's easy to see how, like, The Godfather and Jaws and Star Wars were able to really kind of grasp the audience because everything else that was being released just was seemed to be bad. Animal House? That was a good movie. That was a good movie. I mean, it, okay, it, but from a from a cinematic standpoint, it's crap. I and mean, it's not well put together. It is. You're right. It is not edited well together. There, <laughs> as, there are some parts there that are kind of like, okay, and we're going to just yada, yada, yada this. 
Yeah, pretty pretty much. The you know the flow is not exactly great, but uh, it's it's seen as a as a masterpiece. What's your quote, quote. what's your favorite seventies film? Oh, seventies film. Yeah, jeez, I don't know. God, God, really Godfather Part it. Godfather Part Two is so good. Yeah, it's hard to pass up Godfather Part Two. I've never seen it. You've n- oh my, have you seen Godfather? No, <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Note to self: Jeff needs to see movies before I ask him which one he likes. <laughs> this this just proves the point that this is always a spontaneous conversation. It because is. if you had sent an email earlier saying I want to talk about seventies films, I'd say, well, it's a quiet conversation. But oh, you know, I love you staring blindly and blankly into the the camera. Like, what did you just ask me? Uh, <laughs> well, oh. I was trying to decide: do I answer honestly or not? I thought, well, of course, I always answer honestly. Sure you do, Jeff. Anyway, uh, I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big fan of Airplane, not oh, Airport. Yeah. Air, airplane is brilliant, and if you go watch Airport '75 to see how brilliantly <laughs> Airplane dismantled the airport movies. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I yeah. don't think they made another one after Airplane because it was so good at ripping that one apart. Well, I think oh no, they oh, did yeah. not make another airport movie. They made Airplane Two, which yeah. forget it. Well, that was, yeah, that was, uh, Shatner was in that one. I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, now, why are we talking about this? Well, because we were, don't know. we were waiting for a procedural <laughs> vote to finish up here. Uh, and this is going it's to give finished. us, a, we're, we're going to, this is actually going to give us a lot to talk about here. So there had to get, there was a rule vote that had to go on the House to get this new yeah. uh, budget extension done. Right. Uh, this is obviously is going to be the first real test to see how, of all the House, how many Republicans are revolting against Kevin McCarthy. The rule approved passed 241 to 187. 52 Democrats were in support. 29 Republicans opposed it. So nearly 30 Republicans opposed to the bill. The debate on the bill began at 730. It's, it's basically clean. If not for my guess, if not for Joe Biden calling around to the Democrats, this bill would have no chance. But 52 Democrats are going to basically, as much as this is going to make the far right just squirm and furious, the reality is this is going to get through the Senate, the House at least. Well, and this is what you and I talked about last week. And we had a little difference of opinion. And my sense was that if Joe Biden said this is the deal, you'd get 50 Democrats who went along just out of loyalty to the president. And here's what the far right's going to say. If 50 re- uh, Democrats went with the rule suggesting that's how they'll vote ultimately, then it must be a hideous bill for that many Democrats to be along. And that's why we uh, stood our ground. And now let's kick Kevin McCarthy out because the thing is not enough of a, of a freak show. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised that this is going to be passed without the far left and without the far right. And then the Senate, I mean, McConnell on the Republican side has already indicated uh, it's a great deal as far as he's concerned. And on you go. You're going to have your cloture. Uh, you're going to have your vote. This thing will be signed before the weekend. I am personally against this. And I just I'll say this really quick. I'm personally against this bill for this reason. You Donald Trump borrowed a bunch of money from China, gave it to the wealthy people and said you know, he called it a tax cut. But then he didn't basically account for how they were going to pay that back because they didn't want to ever tell people we're going to require the middle and lower class to pay it back in a tax cut, in a tax raise. So it was just a money handout to the wealthy. Then that being said, it makes me furious that 
the payback for this is at the hands of the meekest, the hungriest people, that people that are on food stamps, that they have to suffer so that the wealthy people can keep that money we borrowed from China. I'm furious against that. And that's just the case. I, I just don't think that that's good economics. It just doesn't make any sense. But the reality is, is when you look at the Biden bill, I'm not surprised more Democrats are not jumping on board because really there's a few things about what this bill does that it, first of all, it doesn't undo his entire legislative thing. One or two things, mainly, and the weird one is that electronic, you know, power line review process gets a little more streamlined. And that seems like this was a big deal for the Republicans and it was a minor concession. Um, but the reality is it, this takes the debt ceiling off the table until after the election so this is a one and done. The Republicans are not going to be able to use this again. And with a minimal amount of stuff that he had to give up and the fact that he doesn't have to worry about the debt ceiling until 2025, I don't see why Biden wouldn't go along with it. Well, I'm sure Biden sat there or his people and said, wait, you're willing to roll on that? Okay. I mean, the story I heard was that um, the original plan was that the debt ceiling would be suspended until early 2024, and that McCarthy came to the table and said, how about we kick it to January of 25? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like he's just arguing against himself, bidding against himself. The stridency that each side took, Biden saying he would not negotiate, McCarthy saying the first bill that we pass will be to rescind those IRS agents. We are so far away from both of those things. This is a uniparty bill to a very large degree because what it does is, as noted, it doesn't raise the debt ceiling. It suspends it until January 1st of 2025. Not even a conversation. Spend whatever you want. And who's going to address it again, Matt? A lame duck Congress, potentially a lame duck president. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just maddening. I mean, it, it, in terms of this was a, uh, an incumbent preser preservation bill by members of Congress. That's what this is, because now they don't have to worry about this and they abdicate it. And it's, you know, well, I, it's, I, it I, doesn't I, do anything. It I, just doesn't do squat. I think it also is a sign that these guys just underestimate Biden dramatically because Biden is much better at this than I think that they think he is. They've fallen in love with this narrative. He's a senile old man that they say on Fox News. And he's basically trousering them. Now, this is from what I've seen. Someone is. Someone is. Well, if, I, you know, I, I mean, because again, how many times did McCarthy and Biden sit in a room? A few. Yeah, not many. I mean, this was hammered out by lieutenants on each side. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, it's it's these people who, and, and, and this is a broad statement, they preen in front of the camera and make all of these protests and declarations. And then they walk so far away from them and claim victory. It's Is it any wonder that most citizens just don't have time for it? I, I, looking at this, looking at what was promised what would happen versus what did happen. This is what the Republican mm -hmm. demand list was. They demanded that the spending limits go to 2022. They're staying at 2024 levels. They'll increase slightly in 2025. So that's kind of a wash for them. The claw back mm -hmm. to COVID money, you and I both said that seemed like the, the, the lowest hanging fruit for Biden and that agreed right. to. It's unclear the details on that, but it sounds like a lot of that money is going to come back. Rescind all new IRS funding. Now, only $10 million of the $80 million is cut. And to my knowledge, I did not see that that $10 million was dedicated to anything specific. So it's just a general budgetary cut, which means Biden still has $70 million for the, the IRS. 
Block student loan relief, not in the agreement. Rescind all energy t- tax cuts, we're not in the agreement. More work requirements for hungry people to get food. It's in the bill pretty much as the GOP wanted. Uh, I think they shifted the age slightly in that, but that was it. Slightly. Yeah, yep. that's it. Uh, not in agreement. Uh, the 2023 government shutdown is off the table. And now that is, is so there's there, that, that the government shutdown is not going to happen now. That was another guard bargaining chip they wanted. Demands of increase of mining and pressing metals. Um, they basically they have uh, they, they, there was a, a demand that there are going to be some re- reforms on the power line approvals. But I don't think mining was included in that. Increase the debt ceiling until 2024. Uh, the debt ceiling is increased to 2025. The GOP can't do this again. For the most part, reality is they got the the slight shift in the work requirements for food, and they clawed back the loan relief. And really, outside of that, they gave up. They not only do they get the debt ceiling raised, but they get rid of the government shutdown. They get rid of the debt ceiling until later. This is this is a bad bill, for, considering what the Republicans were demanding. This is not a lot that they gave up. Well, and I'm going to rephrase what you just said. It's not their list of what they were demanding. They passed legislation with specifics that the Senate refused to take up, which I'm not blaming the Senate. Okay, but the point is, it's not just this was their their wish list. This was not the the Sears catalog at Christmas time. Okay, they passed legislation and backed away from it so far that it's unrecognizable. And I don't, I mean, fine, this will pass the House tonight. It'll pass the Senate tomorrow. The president will sign it before the weekend. But there are some cracks, uh, you know, a mile wide in the Republican Unity Foundation. All right, the Foundation of Unity of the Republican Caucus in the House. I'm not saying somebody's going to call for McCarthy's ouster, even though there's talk of that. I'm not saying anybody's going to actually do it. But as one of the Freedom Caucusers said, a lot of trust has been lost as a result of this. And that's that was so hard for them to get mm-hmm. just five months ago. Well, it's amazing. Well, and, and we can bake the note. I mean, I think when when spe- he was trying to become speaker, I think there was, what, 18 or 19 Republicans who yeah. were actively working against McCarthy. Now it's 29 that are against this bill. And you can tell that they're getting fuming. It, it, there, there are. Uh, I mean, we've had Dean Phillips here, the the moderate Democrat, say that oh, we'll help, we'll keep you in power as a speaker. Which I don't know why they're trying to help them, but it, it, I don't because this is the deal he cuts. This is why they're trying to help him. He's <laughs> well, broken bad deals. That's, that's a good point. Goes, oh, sure, yeah, you can stay. Um, plus yeah. the fact that plus the fact that you know the reality is is if not for Kevin McCarthy, the only other option would be a moderate Democrat. And although I think eventually you would get there, I, I don't think someone like Nancy Mace or even something like that would ever you know win the speakership. I think it, it would be chaos for six months before they finally put a moderate Democrat in charge of the speakership. And and I and so I think that it, I can see this here, but it's just that 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 the the split on the Republican side is far more wide and violent than what you're seeing on the Democratic side, because at least with the Democratic side, you can have Joe Biden saying that he's pushing for this to get done. And so you can, and and reality is the Democrats don't need to vote. If the Republicans, they they can pass this on their own. They don't need them necessarily if they are all unified. That that split on the Republican side is nasty. Well, and and I agree 100%. I'll take one small exception, and that is it's easy for 
a Republican to uh, vote no at this point because the Democrats are going to deliver more than than enough. In other words, you had that original core of 19, as you mm-hmm. said, that that was against McCarthy. Is that number expanded? Well, the number who voted against this has expanded. That doesn't mean automatically it's against McCarthy. But, hey, uh, you know, you already know the thing's going to pass. It's going to pass with flying colors. And so if you are in a vulnerable district as a Republican and you want to make some hay on the local news back home and vote against it and and beat your chest and all that, you can do that because McCarthy's caucus majority is so slim and getting slimmer potentially, um, you know, he, he can't he can't issue retribution. Because mm-hmm. you saw the, the Utah representative, uh, it appears, uh, may resign to take care of his wife in a failing health situation. Uh, George Santos, you know, hi. Uh, so you've, you've got this, this uh, very small majority, and it's starting to get whittled down. And, you know, I mean, McCarthy can, it cannot afford to hold a grudge. And mm-hmm. so these rogue members can break. The legislation still gets passed, and they get the headline. Uh, let's, we'll tell you what, we'll continue with this discussion when we do come back. Jeff Stein joining us, 952-946-6205. We'll take a break. Come on back. It is the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. A lot of people incredulous that Jeff has never watched Godfather or Godfather Part 2. <laughs> I think Matt, I don't have to watch it. I've lived. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, unfortunate for Fredo. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll let that be a surprise. Anyway, <laughs> I'll just I'll leave that as a surprise. I, um, I haven't seen it. I'm conversant. Okay. okay. <laughs> It'll be a surprise when you watch it. Like, I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm serious. No. I'm going to get done with this show. I'm going to go home. Yes. I'm going to order it. And I'm going to send both of them to you. And what am I supposed to do? What are you going to send me? You're going to use them for coasters, I guess. Do you have a DVD? No. Okay, I guess I can find the VHS. You just choked choked on your tongue. No, I do not have a DVD player. Okay. No one needs television as long as you have AM radio. Don't you understand this? Well, I think I will. Yeah, sure. Yeah, everybody. (laughs) You love the AM side. It's great. By by the way, you want to know how dumb I am? What's up? I agreed to do a hit on CNN tomorrow about the Iowa caucuses. Did you? Mm-hmm. That's not the dumb part. Okay. It's at 4.15 a.m. Oh, boy. That's <laughs> the dumb part. You're, you're talking to the guy who's been on, on, on New Year's Day morning at 7 a.m., on C-SPAN. So, you know, I, I know how to, we know how to warm up those, those crowds, man. Well, the, the host is an Iowan, Christine Roman. She's the business correspondent, does the early start program. They emailed and I said, ah, you know, I haven't done CNN for a while. It'd be fun. And then I started looking at the clock, realizing in 12 hours, I'll be doing that. And I'll have to tell you how it goes because I doubt you're going to be up. I don't, I know I'm not going to be up for that. And also, I mean, if I am going to be up at that time, I'm watching the jail series on MSNBC. I mean, let's talk about it. How, how many episodes of that can I not watch? All right. So, okay, you brought up the Utah representative, and this is a sad I case. Did. His, his wife yeah. is, is is dying. Uh, it is actually one of the probably the most liberal district in Utah, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. 
But he is, it's, I do believe he actually has already resigned his position. Uh, it sounds a very serious situation there. Once again, he doesn't, what else is he going to be able to get done after this bill? Because right now, it's clear there's going to be an attempt to get him removed as the speaker. That's going to fail because enough Democrats will keep him in place. What is the Republican Party going to be able to even do here for the next year and a half? Well, they're not going to have to worry about a debt ceiling. They're not going to have to worry about defaults. <laughs> so that's down. great. Um, you know, um, they can uh, continue to investigate the Biden family because that's going so well for them. I mean, it's it, this is the thing. They can't agree. Weren't they supposed to have a budget in April? Weren't they going to have this thing like passed before Memorial Day? There's no budget. There's no nothing. And so in terms of what are they going to accomplish, uh, you know, there will be no change in the speaker position unless Jim Jordan says, okay, I'll do it. And then you might get a majority. You might get the Republicans to go along. But he says he doesn't want it. And at this point, do you want to try to put out when, the dumpster fire? Would you be, you'd be insane to try to take that position right now because you can see what yeah. the heck is it waiting for you. And this is what's interesting. Everyone said that McCarthy was being held hostage by this one wing of the party. Well, obviously not to make this sort of a deal. And I, I just, uh, I mean, I, the, that wing does not have enough legs to make a change in the speakership because, again, you can get rid of McCarthy, but who takes his place? And there's no one. I think when you look at McCarthy, I think what happened is he went into these initial meetings with the, 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 the White House and came back saying they're not going to give me anything I want. And basically, I think the White House did the good cop, bad cop, and then came out and said, I'll tell you what, here's what we're willing to give you. And he all of a sudden feel like, oh, I can make a deal here, and he can look like a politician. I, I kind of think that's what happened. Again, Kevin McCarthy wanted to be Speaker of the House. And once he got to be Speaker of the House, his resume was complete. It has nothing to do with governing. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure you join us next Wednesday for more Movie Talk with Matt and Jeff. Uh, or CNN tomorrow morning at 4-something in the morning. All, yeah, that's it. All the Jeff Stein you care to need. Uh, I'll post mm -hmm. the Iowa Politics Report. Jeff, we'll talk next weekend. Thank you very much, my friend. Yes, sir. Hour two up next.